happy. Okay. Good morning. Hi, friend. Yeah, we got another early one. I know. This is actually kind of nice for me. Yeah. Oh, for me too. Now that I can work from home, like fitting these things in before the workday feels like this big luxury. So I got my little cup of matcha and I'm just like, okay, time to ease into the day. (laughs) Do this. Yeah. It's always a good day when you can drink your beverage warm in the morning. (laughs) Well, I don't, I don't know if we've talked about this at all, but I haven't really been able to do caffeine since giving birth. Um, yeah. And I, so I went down, I think to like a quarter cup a day when I was pregnant with Connor and assumed that once, once I had the baby, I'd be able to kick it back up. And my sleep has just been really sensitive. So (laughs) I don't know. It's something that like, I didn't even, I tried matcha for a little bit postpartum, like much earlier postpartum. And then I was really just down to decaf. And now I'm like, I don't know. I just miss a little bit of a pick me up in the morning. So, so yeah, I've been, I started the matcha again a week ago and it seems to not be affecting my sleep. And that's great. It's super weak, but <laughs> hey, any little bit. It, it feels like a little treat to me, especially like mornings when I work out. I want something like a little bit of calories in the morning, but I don't want my breakfast before I go to the gym. So that's kind of my matcha time too. Yeah. I love that. That's my favorite time of the day. Even though now that I'm teaching again, I don't really get to sit and enjoy my coffee like I did before. It's kind of like drink it as I'm preparing, but yeah, that's what my, cause my breakfast is actually liquid too, like the decaf, but it doesn't feel like a, a treat. Like I'm putting all these like vitamins and <laughs> egg yolks and like, it's like, it's like purposely nourishing me for my pregnancy, which is good, but it doesn't yeah. feel like this is for enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, kind of thick, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what else is going on? Um, well, things are a little crazy over here right now. Um, so I finished my NTP program this weekend, Yay! which is so exciting. So finals are tomorrow and Scott's been out of town. He's on a week long work trip, which oh boy. like it, it, he travels a decent amount for work, but usually they're like two nighters and this is a seven nighter. Mm. Um, so he's out in the Marshall Islands. So he was in Hawaii for a couple of days and then had to fly from there to the Marshall Islands. And um, yeah, it's, it's like far. a tar. <laughs> it's it, what? Yeah, I know. I know. He was like borrowing sunscreen from me. He's like, oh, like packing. And I'm just like, oh, like for some reason that just like made me jealous. <laughs> I could see why. It's yeah. pretty dreary. At least here. Yeah, and we've been talking about a baby moon, which we didn't. We, we're not going to end up doing, but that was his idea. Is like, oh, let's extend it and stay in Hawaii for a little bit. Um, and I'm like, I have this NTP workshop this weekend, which yeah, I mean, oh. it is what it is. But um, so yeah, it's a lot. Like single, single going at the parenting, like just. Me, I, I've been doing all right, but yeah, Scott does a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then trying to study, and so yeah, that's um, but yeah, it's it's good. Like I've gotten some good time with Connor, and good. 
Yeah, but I'm looking forward to Scott coming back. And then I have my retreat the following weekend, um, which I took a long time to decide if I was going. This is the same group that I went to California with uh, a few months back. And I I brought it up and Scott right away was kind of like, I thought you wanted to take things off your plate. Like, and I'm like, but it's a retreat. And, and I thought about it. And last time when I went to California, I like put a work trip in with that trip so that work paid for my flights and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I took a, I think it was like a a. 6am flight out there and I got back at midnight on a Sunday and then worked the next day. So it was kind of like, yes, it was a treat retreat, but I could see where he was coming from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one should be easy. So. Good. Good. Yeah. How are you doing? Pretty well. I don't really think we have any major updates here. <laughs> kind of like I'm just going to yoga a couple times a week, which is saving my soul. I swear. I have hot yoga tonight and I cannot wait. My, I don't know if you can hear him out there, but my I two-year-old <laughs> is very two right now. <laughs> Everything is a crisis, so... Mine is very not home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. We went to a friend's house the other day and they have a farm and he just loves it there. They have the big tractors and horses and he and my friend's little boy were just playing for hours and he falls asleep for 30 seconds in the car and then just doesn't nap. That's a good enough nap apparently. And so. Oh, that was us on vacation. Yeah. I, I think when I went in August it was like somehow we'd like be doing things and we're like, all right, we got to get home for his nap. And we'd be keeping him up, keeping him up. And then somehow, yeah, he ended up with a 10 minute nap yeah, every day. Crazy. How do they function with that? I mean, they don't clearly as evidenced <laughs> by the meltdowns, but. <laughs> oh yeah. At least for us, it was temporary. Yeah. Yeah. But so not a lot, but I I've been doing yoga too, which has been awesome. Like it, it took me a while. I bought like the 10 pack a lot of weeks ago yeah. <laughs> and, and, but now I'm finally going regularly, which is just really nice for, oh gosh. uh, it's prenatal, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just nice to have that time. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. I didn't realize how badly I was craving that. I, I just, even my husband brought up, he's like, you don't talk to many people outside of this house. <laughs> like I have my, a couple, you know, my friends here, but it's just nice to get out and be among people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes that actually kind of leads in well to our topic today. I didn't didn't plan for that. I know, I know you didn't, but I'm like, maybe we should just jump in. Um, So this is kind of an impromptu. Oh, by the way, we don't have a guest this week. I think last week we promised you a guest, but I'm pretty sure we will next week now. Um, But. We talked about topics, and this was one we were just kind of both interested in talking about, um, being stay-at-home moms versus working moms. Because if you look at, like Marissa and I have a ton in common, but if you look at our day-to-day lives, they're extremely different. (laughs) Oh, different. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which, like we, I, I... I swear you are my hero that you can do this because I've, I've thought about it. Like it's not something where I just took for granted that I would work. Like we really thought about it and I don't know. I, I just, 
I'm excited to talk to you about this. Cause... Yeah, I am too. I really <laughs> am too. Cause I only had a taste of working like 10 weeks after my son was born and it was only for two months maybe. So yeah. Yeah. Not, not like the whole shebang. And is your brain really even working? No. Oh no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, yeah, I went back six weeks after with Connor and I'm like so excited for my 12 weeks this time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I bet that is so soon. And I, I 40 days. Yeah. Date. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. It's, it was a lot for me personally. So and also, I think this goes without saying, because I feel like we say this all the time, but these are our experiences, our perspectives, and there's nothing judgmental or, you know, whatever decisions you're making are the best for your family. And that's cool. These are just ours. So, yeah, I certainly do not speak for all of the working moms, but <laughs> ditto. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just kind of had some questions about being a stay-at-home mom, which I think is interesting. Um, so yeah, how do you find, do you need to find ways to have separation in your day, like throughout the day or throughout the week? Or like, how do you find time for yourself? Yeah, this is something that it took me an embarrassingly long time to realize in myself, um, especially because we, when my son was born, we lived about three hours from family and now we live five. So it was, it's always been just us. And I kind of took it on myself that it was all just me. <laughs> we didn't have any help and I had to be around for everything. And what I've realized over the past two and a half years is I am a major control freak. <laughs> like just, I don't know. Um, finding time for myself was not a priority for a long time. And honestly, I'm just kind of getting to the point where I'm consistently finding time for me. Um, but something that I personally did, especially within the past year was trying to get up before my son did. And he is, he's always just been a horrible sleeper. So that wasn't always easy. But if I have even just five to 10 minutes by myself in the morning, just to have my coffee, I really like to journal, um, just kind of find ways to center myself. That kind of starts my day off a lot better. It's not always the way it works out though. So yeah, admittedly it's, it's been hard. It's been really hard. And I, I live for nap times. I'm not going to lie. I really do. That's why when they're spotty or they get inconsistent, um, I don't know. I just, my mood definitely takes a hit. It really does. So. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Cause, um, like there might be this, I, I, obviously there's a separation when I go to work every day. Like, I just wonder if you, being home all the time, it like, it makes it harder to like, even realize that you need that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the first night I was, well, my husband and I have been away from my son twice, maybe two or three times since he's been born, which is not a lot. Wow. And I've been by myself completely alone one time, just two weekends ago in almost two and a half years. Like it's just insane to me. And I always thought of myself as a very independent person because I mean, I lived by myself for years and you know, I, I was married, but I didn't rely on my husband for everything. And now I just find myself in this place where I don't know, I'm just, it is, it's hard. It's harder for me to, to separate myself, even though I know I need it. It's a lot harder, but 
When you say by yourself, you're not counting like a couple hours, right? No. I mean, I've been in the car to the grocery store. (laughs) Well, I mean, at your house. Yeah. I'm not even really alone here. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that was one of my later questions. Do you ever use a babysitter? Never. Not one time. Um, He stayed with my parents overnight. I completely trust them. He stayed with them and that's it. I'm trying to But you were also staying with them? Um, no, there was one night where we, we took a little mini trip up like an hour and a half away. So yeah, that was fun, but it was just one night and, um, we didn't really plan for it to be like, we would love to go away longer. It's just, it hasn't, it's just really hard. It's really hard when we're far away. Um, and I know it's not like we can drive there, but it's still five hours with a two-year-old in the car is a long time and packing everything up and all of that. And then just planning for us not being there for meals or whatever. It's yeah. hard. It really is hard. And I've kind of just let myself fall into this place where I don't even, like, I don't even pursue it, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, my one, my, one of my good friends, she and her husband live in Michigan when they have, I think their daughter's 20 months, 21 months, just pushing two. And they don't have any family around and they go on, I think care.com and they use a sitter and they love it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if I did that, it would be fine. But I also have pretty severe anxiety and that's been kind of a thing lately too. Um, I haven't really talked about it a lot, but it's been bad. So that's kind of, that's my own unique thing that I have, I have a hard time with that. (laughs) Is it anxiety around like controlling all the things with your kid like you wouldn't want somebody else to take over those things um kind of yeah um I think that's gotten a lot easier for me as he's gotten older because at first especially when he first started eating I would not no it was all me like I would not let anybody else feed him whatever Mm. went in his mouth was heavily vetted by me and it was like, I don't think for the first year and a half of his life, he had much, if any, processed food because, I mean, I was just like insane about that. And uh, yeah, letting go of that control a little bit is hard. But well, think- yeah, that's something I obviously had to, which is really right. hard sometimes. Um, yeah. And maybe because it's- I don't have that option. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But. And I, I kind of, I, I feel like I need to at least dip my toe in the water of a babysitter. I mean, everything's impacted by this, you know, and I don't mean for him to be my whole entire life because I never yeah. wanted to be that way, but it's just kind of the way things have fallen and I haven't dug myself out of it yet and I'm working on it, <laughs> but it's hard. It's really hard. And I think, um, I have heard this more from stay-at-home moms where it's like mentally you're just so attached that and you don't have to I don't know I guess like what I was saying is like I had to deal with this loss of control because my other choice would be quitting my job and like doing all the things you're doing Mm -hmm. which I think is such a viable option but like I had to deal with that a lot earlier than I wanted to um and nobody's making you (laughs) right um and I'm not saying it's like a bad thing like if you you know to be in the space you want to be in Mm -hmm. for as long as you want to be there I think is fine but I I do feel like women talk about it more as 
anxiety rather than like, this is the choice I'm making and it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. And that's really interesting too, because I knew from before we had kids that this is something I at least wanted to try and I thought it would be easy. And then I find myself, well, I did, like I said, I went back to work and I don't have a desk job. Like I see, I saw kids, like I I was mandated to see children from nine until two. And I only had 30 minutes for lunch. And that lunch was spent running across the building pumping. And like, I mean, I, I barely had time to even go to the bathroom. It was hell on earth for me. So we're heroes, but, um, that was worse than staying home. And when we moved out here, it was our last move. And I really like, I didn't have anything else to push through because I was pushing through after I had him, I was pushing through to get my FNTP certification. And then I was pushing through to the move and then I was pushing through to the other move. And then when we got here, everything just kind of like, it really hit me how much I missed doing something. Like I just felt like I lost a huge part of myself and I don't regret my, I, I would not change our decision. I wouldn't, I, I would choose this in a hundred lifetimes over and over again. I love, I love it. I really do love it as hard as it is for me mentally sometimes. And I feel like, I don't know, this is kind of getting off topic, but I just feel like this, all my friends here I've met through like a library group or something and they all stay at home with their kids. And a lot of, there's a lot of like this tug and pull of wanting to work, but like for me, most of my money would go to childcare since we don't have any help out here. And then like factoring in sick time because his immune system would take a hit at least at first. Like it's not really that worth it for me to go back. And I don't know. It, it's a lot. It's been a lot to process, but. Yeah. Well, that was something I wanted to touch on because like you did your FNTP and you've been building this business while being a stay-at-home mom and just as we've become friends, it seems like you have this guilt around like not doing more sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put that on you. No, you're right. But, yeah, you're right. Um, and I'm just like, well, yeah, you're with a kid all day. Like when I'm with my kid in the evening, I'm not getting anything done. Like, <laughs> so yeah. it's like, well, why, why, why would you think it would be differently? Or I don't know, just um, like, how is that trying to take on something else while being a mom but like because you're you're saying you'd embrace your choice to be a stay-at-home mom but on the same side it feels like you have this pull to be like I should be doing more I do I want my cake and I want to eat it too like it's just (laughs) a lesson that I am always trying to learn I have always prided myself on being able to take on a lot and get it done and get it done well obviously this is before motherhood (laughs) I would be able to do all the things and I would be really damn good at it. Um, And this has been the biggest lesson that I feel like I am always learning and relearning is like keeping myself while managing my expectations, adapting my expectations. um, I don't know. And then still being a good mom, because like I said, when I do something, I'm going to do a good job at it. But yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, I kind of thought that I would be able to do it all. And kind of going into what I was saying before, I did miss, I really, like I carried my husband and I for four years when we lived in Buffalo, I was the only one working. So like, and I've been working since I was 15 years old. That's just all I knew. I always, I bought my own car. I bought my own clothes. I did everything for myself. And uh, having that, making the choice to step away from that, I thought it would be easy. Um, but I didn't realize how, how much I, how much pride I put into that part of mm-hmm. me, if that makes sense. And so then kind of 
having that, like choosing to be away from that really made me kind of question who I was as a person. Well, who am I without this? If that makes sense. Yeah. Your identity was like, it was part of your identity. Yeah. And it was weird because it took me months to realize that it, it really like, I just was getting really upset with myself. Like, why can't I do all of these things? Why is this hard for me? And then I was like, well, especially just in talking to other moms, like you said, it's like, well, obviously when you're around your child all the time, you can't do anything. And I just always thought, I don't know why. I just always thought that I could. And I tried, man, I really tried. But um, especially lately, like I've just really stepped back from everything. And I feel like I've been kind of doing that for six, seven months now. I just felt like the mold illness. And, like I had to, yeah. I had to, but now I'm choosing to because I, I've realized that I can do it all, but I, I'm not good at managing my time. Like there are some women who obviously like you work, you, you're a mother, you're a wife, you have to manage your time. And when I didn't have that structure of a job and, you know, being able to fit everything in, everything just fell apart for me. So yeah, time management is something, I think that's a huge thing that I, uh, I can be better at. <laughs> but I, I also hear you talk about this and I'm just like, give yourself a break. Like it like breaks my heart a little bit. Cause I'm like, you're like, what you're doing is amazing. Like you're, you're, you take so much care and what you do for your son. <laughs> and like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's, that's a big deal. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for saying that. It's just, I don't know. I guess I just always feel like it's never enough. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just my brain, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I always just want to be better for him and for me and for my husband. But man, what I've learned in all of this is your first question, taking time for myself. If I don't do that, I just am a walking disaster. And it's so obvious. And this is what I tell my clients and everybody else. But like, <laughs> I am so good at giving advice, but not good at taking it from oh. me at least. So yeah, it's been, this has been such a humbling journey. It just, so many pieces of me have just been completely ripped apart, whether I was ready or not. And it's just, I feel like new ones have grown kind of, but oh my goodness, it's, it's been a ride. <laughs> I mean, Okay. So does it feel like you still haven't figured out who you are? Like, well, I think, I think I have a better handle on that now than I ever have before. Like it took a while. It really took a while, but, um, just, I, I kind of stopped forcing things, especially recently, like within the past six, seven months, just stopped forcing, like feeling like I had to be talking about stuff, feeling like I had to be on social media, feeling like I had to grow this stuff if it doesn't feel good now, I'm not going to do it. And what feels good for me right now is, is just not like fitting, fitting stuff that I want to be doing, or I want to be talking about in the cracks of my day, but I don't want my son to see me on my phone all the time or behind my computer mm -hmm. all the time. And when I'm here all the time, like he was, he was for a while. And I just didn't like that. I didn't like who I was when I was trying to force all this stuff. I didn't like who he was whenever he saw that all the time. Like it was, it's not been easy, but I think in this season right now, and this is not forever, I will not let it be forever, but just right now it's, it feels right. So. Except but. the podcast, because I will chase you down. <laughs> You're never getting rid of me. <laughs> I love doing this. This is my outlet. It's just 
so good for me. Like so grateful for that. And you, I love this too. But, um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, no, that just struck something for me. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I mean, you, you definitely go through an identity change becoming a mom, but I don't think I experienced that to the degree you did because like your entire life changed. Yeah. And I went back to the same job, like, you know, my life doesn't, it obviously looks different because I have a child now, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but it, it doesn't look that different in a lot of ways. Like I don't have evenings anymore, but, um, but sometimes I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it, that's just really interesting. But like, um, cause I have a, a good friend that's a stay at home mom and I think she's had trouble with that. Like identifying like, like, what do you do? Like she, she won't answer. I'm a stay at home mom. It's kind of like this, like, I haven't figured it out yet. Like I, I want to go back to work. I just, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this limbo. I get um, that because I, I feel like there's such a stigma, both ends, totally both ends, working moms and stay at home moms. But I sometimes feel like ashamed almost like, Oh, you have a master's degree. You had a whole career and you walked away from all of that to sit at home <laughs> seems to be what people think. But, um, do you feel like that's what you think? I did. I, I didn't, I didn't admit that for a while, but, um, yeah, I, I felt like my pride was taking a hit there and I don't know why, like, like I said, I would choose this over and over, but yeah. And this whole, no, like, I could see that it doesn't seem like society really values that as, a choice, like a, a purposeful, like, this is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. It seems like it kind of looks at it more as a, a default, like your, your circumstances made it such that you're a stay at home mom. And like, obviously that was totally different 50, 60 years ago where that was like the norm, like families needed that, needed that in the home. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. It, it became this thing where you're expected to work to, yeah. I don't know. And a second income would be nice. I mean, my husband is a professor, but he's low on the totem pole and I was honestly making more than him. So, um, you know, that's been tough. It's been tough, but. But from my perspective, it's like being a mom seems like such a valuable job or like, you know, at um, or valuable role in society, if you want to say that. And I like to think so. I'm raising an independent, strong-willed yeah. little world changer. So <laughs> what gets me through the day, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been very interesting. Like I've had to reveal insecurities and I don't know, roadblocks in myself that I just never thought would surface ever. And yeah, nothing's, brought me to my knees more than being a stay-at-home mom, which sounds (laughs) crazy, but. Well, what do you do? Like, I don't know. I imagine this happens a lot, but when it feels like it's just way too much, (laughs) because you can't just be like, honey, I'm leaving you. (laughs) Right. Like you're there alone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we only have one car, so I can't even Oh, throw wow. him in the car and drive him around. So like I am trapped in my home. <laughs> so that sucks. Um, but um, yeah, this is a good question because I feel like this is always a work in progress for me. There have been a couple of times 
mostly when my son was a lot younger that I just lost my absolute crap. Like I just lost it. And then I felt like the worst parent in the world. Like was literally one time I remember he, he wouldn't brush his teeth and I just like lost my mind. My husband wasn't home and I put him to bed. Like he just started screaming and crying and I put him to bed and I just laid on the floor. <laughs> I'm not kidding you for 45 minutes in the fetal position, just sobbing. Cause I felt like the worst parent in the world. But I feel like that was a turning point for me because I realized I had to like let go of all these expectations that I was holding for my child and for myself that actually helped me realize I couldn't take on everything and it's okay to step away or ask for help. So that really changed my parenting, honestly. And it was just that one time and oh my gosh, I'll never forget that. Wish I could, but I won't. Um, yeah, I, he's better now that he's older. Like he can tell, he tells me to go away if he needs time. I'm like happily son, happily. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Which has been awesome for me. Cause at first I was like, mm, I don't know if I want you talking to me like that. But then I said, okay, well I actually did raise you this way. I told you it's okay to tell people no and boundaries, whatever, whatever. So that's kind of been cool. Um, but I also have to practice what I preach. So, um, if I feel myself getting stressed out, sometimes I'll just, I'll usually just tell my son, like, I'm feeling frustrated. Here's why. Oftentimes I just walk away even for just a minute or two and I feel better and he feels better. And it just like, it's fine. Or we'll, I'll just throw his coat on and we'll go outside or in the basement. He loves the basement. I don't know why. So <laughs> <laughs> like ride his little tricycle in the unfinished basement. <laughs> but yeah, just finding like little ways to kind of step outside of that and give myself a minute or two, but I love that. Yeah. It's hard when you can't leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it, it seems like you'd have more than one example from, yeah, from the number. Like, I feel like I have one example that really sticks out in my head, but I'm like, I would have imagined that if you're, um, home all the time, it would be a lot higher number. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing. It's not really interesting, but I took it out on my husband. Like I, last year, especially our first year here when I was sick and I didn't know why, and my son was really little and still like napping on me all the time. And I didn't have a minute, like not one minute to myself at all. I would get mad at him for going to work. Like this thing that we wanted and that you're doing for us. Like, yeah. just, it just felt like, Oh, you get a break. You get to be around people. You get this time. You know, I was jealous and I don't even know a lot of, a lot of really negative things. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was not a good point for me. He's an angel. Like my husband is such a saint for dealing with me, but, um, I would be fine with my kid, but like, you know, I'd be like the boundaries and the respectful parenting, all the things, the best of my ability, but not with my husband. That was where I took out my stay at home frustration on, but then I wouldn't do anything about it. I would just let myself get stuck in this loop and yeah. Glad that that's changed. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, to close it out, I don't, I don't know if you have any plans, but do you think this is a long-term thing for you? Or if you guys had another kid, like, do you, I always said that if we have, if we are able to have a second child, I would like, if it's financially, financially, if it makes sense financially, um, I'd like to stay home until at least they, that second child goes to preschool. Okay. 
that could change at any moment. I mean, I'm, I feel very lucky that I do have a job that I can just do from across the hall right now, like just teaching English. It's not a ton of extra income, but it's not bad. Like it's really not bad. So, mm-hmm. um, and Jonathan's home in the morning. So yeah, do that. yeah, yeah, this semester he is. So that's been kind of nice. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think for now it sounds good, but if I have two at home, that might change very fast. <laughs> but also the financial incentive, you know, not quite doubles because it's more expensive for a newborn, but we're looking at that now yeah. because having a second, like my, my grandmother care, like they're not going to be taking two full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like looking into the different options, like it is expensive it is. <laughs> and it's, you know, nice that I haven't had to do that at all so far. And I'm excited because I think he's really ready to be in something with kids and um but yeah I'd, I just imagine like putting two kids full-time into a daycare <laughs> yeah yeah we've looked into the costs and it just does, doesn't make sense for us right now yeah. so yeah so we'll okay. see as that goes cool ah wow <laughs> that took some turns I wasn't expecting it was good <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate you being vulnerable like I, I it's just it, it is really interesting to me because it's not like I said it's not a choice I wrote off but I kind of just for different reasons think it's not for me and there's mm-hmm. just a lot of things being like around that like that I'm not good at. So like, for example, cleaning, <laughs> like this <laughs> yeah. is, um, this is one of the main reasons I don't think I'd be a good stay at home mom because like, I couldn't get somebody to clean my house then if I stayed home all day, like you can't justify that. So it's like, I feel like as if I took that as my job, there'd be all these other things that came with it. Like I'd have to take care of the house. Like, I don't know. Is that, I'm I'm imagining a lot of that falls on you. It does. Yeah. And I also hate it, but <laughs> Right. <laughs> like if you would have seen my sink situation as of last night, I think I had every single dish out because I just couldn't do of course the second I start to do dishes or something, my son's like, Mommy, come play, let's build a snowman or something. Pretend snowman in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So that's just I don't know. There's things that I look at and I'm like, I don't know if I'd be good at this um whereas like because I'm I'm really good at planning like I'll make all his food I'll I'll I don't know just like give instructions like do research and like here's here's the things we want to do but I don't know I don't know if I'd like if I took that on and that's I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying about being controlling like if you're an ambitious person or like somebody who really wants to do well at the things they take on. Like I'm, I'm like that in my job. I feel like if I put myself into being a stay at home mom, I'd like be obsessive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. That I, I just don't know if I'd be good at it. And I think it would bum me out if I wasn't good at it. Yeah. That's totally fair. I love that actually, because I feel like, I mean, there's pressure both ways for sure, but I think a lot of women have a hard time admitting that because I don't know, the society makes you feel like you have to be grateful that you have this child and you should be doing everything for it. And it's like, 
sometimes being at home with this kid 24 seven is not the best thing for you or your family. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It just feels like people find a way to, to kind of like flip flop it. Like, Oh, you stay at home. You gave everything up. Oh, you work. You don't love your kid. Like, do you ever feel like that with you personally in your job or am I just like stigmatizing everybody? <laughs> um, so I think most women I know work, um, or yeah, I, I don't think I get a lot of that where I'm getting judged for going to work. Um, but it's just interesting. Cause like, yeah, like you expect if you stay at home, you're expected to like, just know how to do that job right. <laughs> without, <laughs> without having to like learn how to do it well. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, but, um, no, it's interesting. Like the, the stigma or like the challenges of being a stay at home mom, like from the, the different perspectives, like some of it is actually, I think I can use to my advantage. Like, <laughs> um, like I think as a mom, it's easier for me in the workplace to duck out early to do something for my kid than it would mm. be for my husband or like, um, and not that I, I guess, I guess we're, we're in an interesting situation. So I left my job, um, when I was pregnant. So I was three months pregnant when I started the job I'm at now. And the job I had previously was a lot of hours, unstable hours, like working weekends, nights, um, and that was just part of the culture of the work environment. It was like it, everything always needed to get done now. So it's like, you're getting a call on a Sunday and there was somebody else who was out on maternity leave that she was calling into meetings. And, um, so where I work now, like I have my issues with that too, but it is a lot like the expectations I think are a lot lower, even though I got, I'm getting more money. I have a staff of 10 people. Um, so I have a lot of responsibility, but it's also like, I don't really have to push myself that crazy hard, which mm -hmm. was a really good move for me to do while I was pregnant. Cause I I've thought about changing jobs after having the baby because you kind of have this window like once you start showing you can't really leave <laughs> right um you hypothetically could but I don't think anyone would hire you so I've kind of been in that place now where I'm, I'm not sure I'm totally happy with my job but thinking about going back to work and then having to prove yourself in a new position just seems like it would be crazy hard to do in that postpartum period. So, um, so that all to say like Scott's in a place where he's like really trying to move up in his career and I'm really not in that place right now. Like I feel like I've, I've done a lot of that and I've moved up to, um, I mean, I'm, I'm an executive at my job and it's, it's a high position, but I'm, I've kind of stopped trying to climb for the time being, mm -hmm. <laughs> which mm -hmm. does give me some space to, I don't know. 
I, I would say breathe, but I'm not using the space to breathe. I'm using the space to get an NTP yeah. <laughs> degree and start a podcast and try to start a business like, um, and be a mom and be pregnant. So it's, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess maybe it's just like not super fulfilling and I'm seeking out other things, but, um, yeah, just for that, I feel like, I feel like being a mom in the workplace, it is easier for me to get some slack for like, you know, I don't know how you do it. Like I need to work from home for whatever reason, or just some of those things where I feel like for a man, they're not getting the sympathy of like, how do you work? How do you work while having a two-year-old at home? Like, right. Right. Um, but so I, I don't know. I think that's a positive thing. Yeah. I, I, I guess I wasn't thinking of it that way. I was wondering like more along the lines of like things that people would say to you that they wouldn't necessarily say to your male counterpart, you know, if they like gave you a hard time about needing to take the time off. So that's really good to hear that you do have that flexibility and it's not like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, she, yeah. And I'm sure there are women who get that. And I, I, fear that that'll become more of a thing when my kids more like school age. Yeah. Um, Cause I remember hearing like, I read Rachel Hollis's book, whichever I read one of them, but mm-hmm. she was saying like, um, one of her things was like, I don't volunteer at my kid's school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, like, I'm sure there's so many women who would be up in arms about that. Like, how dare you? Like we, we stay at home moms have to do everything. And, and she's like, well, I hate it. I don't have that much time with my kids. So thank you so much for doing this, but I'm not going to. And that like really struck me in a lot of ways because I do feel like there's this pressure to try to, um, like I'm in some women's groups where I live and like people organize events and organize kids events. And I do feel like there's this pressure to be equal in those ways, even though I'm working full time. Mm. And, but then I go back to like, well, it's not like they have all this time having a kid at home, although that might change as the kids get older, but um, yeah, it, it just, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure to, to be doing the same amount of things for your child, even though I don't have as much time with my kid, if that makes sense. It does make sense. It does. Um, So yeah, it's like, I might not be planning the Valentine's day cookie mixer for the kids or whatever. Not that I would plan that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Your paleo cookie. (laughs) I know I'm not letting Connor go and I kind of feel bad, but I also kind of don't. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just one of those. Yeah. I think, I think there's some pressure there, but I don't think I've been exposed to a lot of it yet because most of my friends are working moms too. Okay. Or most of my friends that I had before I had a kid or like before we moved to the suburbs don't have children. (laughs) So, uh, they're all working and they're not, I don't know. I I guess for some people, the kid is kind of an afterthought, like, like, oh, that looks like a lot. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, it is. is. (laughs) Yeah. So that judgment from other people isn't necessarily there, at least in your friend group. I don't know. I feel like maybe I would be able to ignore it if it was, but um, I think that identity piece, you, 
um, you touched on, I do think that's something that I kind of am holding on to more strongly because it gives you this like pass at maybe not being the best mother in the world. Like, well, I've done really well in my career. Let's, let's focus on that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I don't feel that pressure personally. And I'm just going to caveat everything I say a ton. <laughs> like right now, I just thought we have so much help. And it's like the contrast to what you were saying. Um, like I don't, like I, I take the help where I need it because yeah. my, just with my mental health history, like it's really important to me, but also like building this nutrition business. Like I see this as being my future. Like we want our family to be able to be mobile for at least some of the time. Like we've looked at like doing a year in Bali and like, um, so I'm like, I want to build a source of income that I could move with me. Mm -hmm. So I do feel a lot of pressure to like build up this business and do this other stuff. But like, I don't feel a lot of guilt for getting help, but we have um, six grandparents within five minutes. <laughs> um, two of them don't do anything, but uh, the other four are extremely involved. So my kid, you know, you were talking about your kids had one night away. Uh, my kid sleeps at my mom's house twice a week. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, so, cause she watches him on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So Monday and Wednesday nights, he stays over there and he's just like there in the morning. Cause she has a bedroom for him. And, mm-hmm. um, it's really nice. Like, even though it's only, it only seems like an extra 45 minutes in the evening. If Scott drives him over there, it's even more for me. Like I get a good, like, I feel like I have an evening where it's like, if we're putting him to bed, you kind of get in this sleepy state mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, you can't go back to like, let me get back on my laptop and make some Instagram posts. Or right. Like, yeah. I don't know. So you can't go back. Um, so we have a lot of help and we do have, we haven't used a babysitter much, but we have, and that's something I'm trying to do more lately. Cause I feel like I might want a little help um, just when I have the baby or whatever. And mm-hmm. so she, like like last this past weekend because Scott was out of town I just had her come over for a couple hours on Saturday and I was home but I'm like I just want to study for a little bit and he likes her and I I do I do tend to do that like not around meal times or nap times it's just like play with him for a couple hours so the the risk in in that sense of control I think is lower Mm -hmm. um but but yeah I I so I I embrace help with being a mom yeah oh my gosh (laughs) totally um and then I also have somebody that helps me clean and for me um I actually don't use a cleaning lady because it's not helpful for me Um, I am not great at like picking up and organizing and staying on top of like the, the counters are super cluttered. Let's put everything away. And this is something I was diagnosed with ADD when I was 19 and I'm not totally sure I believe in it as this like black and white thing Mm -hmm. that like 
yes, I have this disease and I have to identify it. I guess that I, I don't feel like it's a part of my identity, but it has like, I've learned some things from that, but like Mm -hmm. I struggle with (laughs) some things like there's always a pile of clothes by my bed and it's just like, yeah, I, I have somebody, we work together for two hours a week and it's only $30, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a so sign. yeah, it's it's like finding these ways to be efficient with my time, I guess, is like something I'm super into. Yeah. Um I would. Absolutely would. <laughs> that's the help. I would ask for it all the time. That's awesome. Um yeah, I don't even know what your question is. I feel like I just no, talked no, no, no. You did. You 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 answered like three of the questions I had for you. Okay. So I think that was really really good. And to kind of piggyback off of what you said, you were talking about the like you have to let go of this control. So yeah. was that hard for you at first? Do you find that it's hard for you at all now, or are you kind of just like in a good place with it? Or I'm not in a good place with it. No, and it's no, and it's really really hard, and I'm struggling with that. Um. Because it's, you know, like, you know me and I tend to think about things very logically. So I want to do like, what's the risk here? Um, And like try to focus on the things that are most important to me. But there's so much that I wish was being done differently. Mm. And a lot of it is really nitpicky. But this is kind of going back to what you said where you like, are a control freak and it takes all of your energy. Like I'm only saying that because you said that. I'm not. No, I'm not You're, labeling you I'm that. Offended. <laughs> but I'm like, if it were me, I'd be like worried about all these things. And I, I still do worry about all of these things in but I I can't say anything about it. And it kills me. Like I I don't know. I don't want to say it kills me, but it does. It's it occupies my mind a lot of the time. And it, I'm very particular. And so it's something that like, it's easier to talk to my mom than to Scott's mom, but Scott's hearing about it all the time. I'm just like, Oh, I can't believe they're doing this or like, and it, it does seem really nitpicky, but it also really bothers me. So I, I struggle with, is this valid? Like, Mm. especially because they're watching my kid for free, like, is it even fair to bring these things up? So I'll just give some examples. And this is, I don't know. I, I feel like it sounds nitpicky, but I also feel like you're going <laughs> to, you're going to feel me on this. So like, like my mother-in-law uses a lot of fragrances around her house and I'm like, I don't want my kid in that. And I'm like, but if he's, you know, eating a healthy diet and he's able to detoxify and he's like, is it that big of a deal? And then I think about the new baby and I'm like, all right, I'm putting like an absolute no going around that stuff for six months. Like, um, it, so it's like, I'm like thinking about all these things and not saying anything. And then like the type of laundry detergent they use, like they, yeah, I, I, I would never use that. Like, I don't want them washing their washing his clothes. I'm like, just send them back. Like, don't, (laughs) and they don't do that. Um, and then, so it's like, I can't possibly, like it would, it would destroy our relationship if I just like came with a list every day of like, here's, here's my critiques. (laughs) 
that would be impossible um, for me. <laughs> even last night, um, so I was dropping Connor off at my mom's house for her to watch him today. But I hung out for a while. Like they watched him when I went to yoga and then I went back and like had dinner there and hung out with them. Um, and he was like crying for raisins and they're non-organic raisins, which I don't want him to have ever. And also I don't really want him to have raisins. And there was like the day before there was like a applesauce with a little kid spoon in it. And I'm like, well, what's that? Like he, he doesn't eat that. Like, <laughs> um, so it was like, I said something about like Connor was crying for raisins and then it, my mom looks at me like he can't have those. Right. And I'm like, no, but I know he has been. Cause the last time I was there, I saw like a little clump of raisins on a table. Like that wasn't my mom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, I know you've been giving them to him. And then she just like kind of had this like moment of like, she got a box and she's like, all right, I'm throwing out the raisins. And like Connor was crying and, um, and then she like, didn't come back to the room and I thought she was upset about this. Um, and I asked her later and she wasn't, but it was like, it, it feels like that's our whole relationship is me trying to dance around. How do I bring this up? Yeah. That um, sounds hard. <laughs> <laughs> and with my mother-in-law, it's even like, honestly, I'm not I'm not doing it very much and I'm trying to, this is something I'm not great at advocating for myself. So I'm trying to figure out how can I just, just talk about the things that are the most important. And then I don't know, I just, I wish I could not let the other things bother me if I decide like, okay, if he has some of her smoothie with non-organic berries, sometimes it's not going to kill him. Right. Um, yeah. So I think even just like having to, like in your own home, you make choices and you prioritize things and you're saying, this is what I want for my family. And it's kind of conscious, but then when it's in somebody else's home, it's like, I don't get to make those choices. <laughs> like, I don't know. I know so, about your mental health, does that have any like is that like a trigger for you or I mean it sounds like it's a lot but it does it it bothers me a lot but it's also like something every day I just kind of have to try to deal with like um you know it's for the big picture he's getting really good care um I don't know. There's just other things too, though. Like that we, I went into a lot of like food and that kind of stuff, but like, um, really they're raising my kid in a lot of ways, which I think I talked about this when we talked about aware parenting, like we chose this as this is how we want to raise our child. And it was like my mom and my mother-in-law kind of said that they were on board, but I know they weren't doing it. Um, and now that he's older, we're really, we're trying to look into parenting methods around discipline. And I don't know if you're around the same spot because we haven't done anything yet, like in terms of like timeouts or like, um, and we're, 
I've, I've heard a lot about a different, different methods where they're not really punishment based or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just different options and I want to make that choice, but ideally I'd be making that choice and they'd be reinforcing the same thing. But when I go like something, something he's been whining a ton lately and Scott and I are just like, we don't, we can't hear you very well when you're whining. Are you trying to ask a question? And then we try to get him to say like, mommy, can I please have this? Or mommy, can you please help me with this? And then we do it. Like, whereas they, like, he starts whining and it's like, oh my God, what do you need here, here, here? And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just, I wonder... I don't know. I really, really struggle with that. Like, cause I think these choices are so important, but then it's also like, you could take it from the perspective of like, well, you know, he'll be fine. You know, that's kind of the other side of it is like, oh, let's just not care at all because he's not going to die or like become a serial killer because we have slightly different disciplining methods, but it's like, I want more for my kid than that. And I know that's how you are too. Like you're, you're very consciously making these decisions and I feel like I'm not able to do that. And it's, so I, I guess I question myself in terms of like, should it be, I don't know, like what, what, how is that impacting my kid? that I'm letting these things happen or I don't know. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It really does make a lot of sense. And that, that would be a lot to, to kind of like grapple with every day. It sounds like, I mean, it's kind of like yeah. a daily thing. Yeah. Cause I'm probably just as obsessive as you are. I just, there's it all down. Lot, well, I mean, there's a lot of things too. Like I get like that with my staff too. Like they really mm. annoy me and my boss really annoys me. And so there's just like a lot of things where I'm just trying to learn how to let things go more. Yeah. Um, but it's like different. It's different when it's your kid and you're like, should I be letting this go? Like there's always this kind yeah. of like, you don't know like somebody can tell you it'll be fine or it's not a big deal, but you don't know. And mm-hmm. like, these things you're trying to raise a human being that's knows how to process their emotions. And I I don't know, like, so I actually, that stuff might be, it's, it's easy for me to get upset about the food because we're so particular about that, but he probably can survive that versus like, I don't know if he learns to just whine to get his way or I don't know. It's, and I don't see it either. I okay. suspect I like see little hints and clues and I'm like, Oh, I bet they're doing this. And it just, it sits. So. Yeah. Yeah. That would be not only hard to deal with, but also hard to communicate because like, there's the, like you said, don't, you don't want to sound ungrateful, but you also <laughs> want your child to, you know, to have that consistency that you and Scott decided. So. Right. Oh yeah. So no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's, it's, I would say impossible to have that consistency. Yeah. Like, and we, I think he and I having that with each other is going to be the most important thing because mm-hmm. we, we do still have a lot of influence on our kid. It's not the only influence, but 
that's something that I didn't have growing up. Like my parents really didn't, they weren't on the same page. Like, and I, I actually witnessed that last night. My mom was letting Connor play with something and my dad was like, that's not a toy. Why do you let him have that? And like, it, that was really, really hard. So, uh, this is just going to a whole nother place. But, um, when I was a kid, my mom was extremely lenient and we didn't have a lot of rules and it was like, and it was terrible. Cause it was like, we didn't have to eat our dinner and then we ate cereal and like mm. we got all the garbage food we wanted and we didn't have to do chores. So I never learned how to clean my room. (laughs) And then, so my mom was like more, she worked part-time. Some of when we were young, she was home full-time for some, some years, like right after my sister was born, which is the third kid. Um, But she, we were around her a lot more. Like she was more the primary parent. So she would be not setting these boundaries and then my dad would come in and yell at her like why are you letting them do this and like it would be this like horrible explosion um but they would never even come together after to be like how do we want to handle this Mm -hmm. like it was just like that it was this like continual thing where as a child, you're so confused. Like one parent's telling you this and then another parent got mad. What's, you know, what's my framework or whatever. Um, so it was horribly confusing. And I witnessed that last night with my son being there. And so my mom was letting him play with these little Keurig cups and it was like, he was making a tower with them and he yeah my dad just came in like why do you let him play with these you know they're gonna break or like blah blah blah. and but he was it it wasn't this like full-out yell that I remember from being a kid but like then he went over to Connor and he said no playing with these like in this like yelly voice and I was just like he didn't do anything wrong right um and this is like Ugh, this is really, <laughs> this is really bringing up a lot because I'm like, I would never, ever want my kid to be raised how I was raised, yet I have him in my parents' house so much. Um, and I think my mom is like doing so much for him. Like she learns with him. She like, like the, she does a lot and she loves him and she's you know, it is a different care than a daycare that, um, but I looked over at my mom after my dad did that. And I'm like, how, how often does this happen? And she's like, that's the first time. And then she's like, other than this time at the fireworks, which again was the only other time I saw it happen Mm. where like he, we went to the fireworks and my mom was giving my dad directions and my dad didn't like the directions. Like once he was going to take this left turn without a stoplight, it like took him forever to take the turn and he started yelling at her and Connor was in the backseat with me and Scott. And I was like, okay, I probably want to keep him out of the car with my dad. Like, but I just, I don't see it. And it's, um, 
And that's really something where with this, like him being in their house versus a daycare, like I really just don't think that would happen at a daycare. Like they're being monitored. That's their job. They go home. They're, um, these are people who've chosen to be in childcare as a profession. Um, so this is something like this is coming up as Scott's out of town now too. And I'm like, I, I think we need to have a conversation about this. And I just don't, I don't know. There's just like so many pros and cons to weigh. And I don't, it's like, I don't get my ideal, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, right. So it's like, I don't know I, that, that, I, I didn't expect to be <laughs> talking about my childhood either, but oh, that's fine. It just really, I don't know. It really struck me last night because it was just, yeah. I mean, how do you even handle that? <laughs> I don't know. Your dad and not I to don't, be your dad, but like, no, and I'm not there that much when he's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't see what's really going on. Um, yeah. And. Gosh. I don't know. I wish I had advice <laughs> or something to say, but I, I feel for you. I just don't even know what I would do in that situation. It sounds difficult. Because, yeah. I mean, you're doing the best thing for your son, you know? You're the best that you can. I feel like every mom, no matter what, is always just doing their best. And, and that might change and adapt over time, but... Well, but that's the thing. Like, I don't have this evidence that this is the best choice like yeah because uh, there's obviously like obviously the cost is a big benefit to the grandma care but also I feel like when he was an infant like when he, he was six months old they did all the tummy time and they did it like they talked to him and read to him and like he I think that one-on-one care was so important as a baby mm. um Whereas now I'm actually really glad he's going to be going to more of a school and like it, it, like, I think he'll do really well. Um, And I don't know if some of this goes away or some of, you know, I don't think he's necessarily getting like this lasting damage from this, but um, I don't, I don't feel like I know that I'm doing the best I can. Like, I don't know if that was the ideal choice. It's just, we try to look at our options and pick the one that we think is the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That, that might be a good place <laughs> to close out. I, 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 I didn't expect that either. Even after you were kind of crying and being like, I didn't expect it to go there. I was like, wow, I didn't expect it to go there. Yeah. <laughs> this was good. Oh man. Got a lot, a lot out today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're my hero and I think you're doing amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just one of those things. And then sometimes I look at the whole thing and I'm like, why am I doing this job? Like it stresses me out. Like, is it, is it just for the money? Like, is it, um, and I think I just have this idea of this future where all of it fixes itself and I'm saving for that. And like, um, I, I, we've had some really good conversations lately about like, let's put plans around this. Like I told mm-hmm. you the, I, we haven't even talked since Scott and I've had this big conversation, like about the Bali thing. Like we look, we found this specific school that really teaches like 
sustainability and cultural acceptance. And wow. it's like, like literally like celebrities are sending their children to the school. Cause it's like world renowned. Wow. And, um, so it's like super pricey too, but, um, we're like, well, we could do that for a year. Like, and we're thinking when the new baby is like three, maybe that would be a better time. So it's like, otherwise I think I'd get too wrapped up into like, why am I working <laughs> if there wasn't some like reason? Cause right. we're not, I think some people need the money. Um, and we don't not need the money, but we also like, we're making choices financially to like drive old cars and, mm-hmm. you know, just try to focus more on saving than yeah. stuff. But <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's worth it. On a so. very small scale, I know what you mean. <laughs> it wasn't for me. I mean, like those two months were just, yeah, it wasn't for me. So I can only imagine. Just, yeah, for me, I just need to like talk to Scott, get grounded. Like, okay, we're we're working towards the same things. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah, I think this is the best choice. And maybe tomorrow it won't be the best choice anymore. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just being open to that and rolling with it. I think that's good. You're not yeah. forcing, you're not putting a square peg in a round hole, you know, you're, <laughs> you're adapting. Oh man. You good? I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to uh, start my work day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. So yeah, this was, this was a good one. Yeah. I think so too. Got raw. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know when we'll be recording together again, but it won't be too long. Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) So, yeah, and we will uh, talk to all of you next week. Bye. Bye.